copyrighted program created by Rio Grande. Nothing police calling all cars. Attention all cars broadcast 173. The guy can hit and run. You want to look out for a red Ford truck. Salt beat the machine involved. May have a smash front end from the impact. Driven by one man. That's all. Rose and Cliff. million-mile test. Given Rio Grande crashed gasoline by your police cars and other emergency equipment, thousands of new motorists are now enjoying the thrill of police car performance. Here's a typical Rio Grande service station on the station. Well, I heard you calling all cars broadcast the other night. Here I am. Oh, that's good. Glad you enjoyed it. Oh, that isn't what I mean. Oh, I'm grateful, of course, for the entertainment, but... What I really want is some of that police car performance in my car. Well, that's still better. May I fill it up? Oh, about 10 gallons. That won't make a 50-million-mile test, but it often means nothing. You'll certainly be able to tell the difference. You know, that 50-million-mile test by police cars is the most convincing statement I've ever heard about gasoline. That's the reason I came in here. Well, I've been hearing about gasoline going for years, but 50 million miles of actual driving by police cars, that sounds convincing. And it is convincing. Police officers drive harder, faster, and under more varying conditions than any other group of motors. And so it means more when police officers overwhelmingly choose Rio Grande Crack gasoline. This gasoline powers more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment wherever it is sold than any other brand. It gives them, and it will give you, police car performance. Once again, we present Chief James E. Davis of the Los Angeles Police Department. Chief Davis. Good evening, friends. Tonight, we are varying the type of story usually heard on Calling All Cars to bring you something close to the hearts of everyone. The appalling death list that is already climbing to new highs in the early months of the new year makes it apparent to every one of us that something has to be done to curb the useless loss of life caused by automobiles on our streets and highways. We of the police department have done everything in our power to bring to the minds of the motorists the seriousness of this problem. And now, through the medium of the radio, we are appealing to you as individuals to stop and think before you drive. To stop and think of what it would mean to you for something to happen to one of your loved ones. To realize that the time to do something about it is now, before it is too late, and not tomorrow when it may be. Naturally, all tragic fatalities are not caused by hit-and-run drivers. But we have chosen this type of story tonight because we feel it may bring a little closer to home the fact that the police department is active every second of the day and night in its endeavor to stop this mass killing. And because we feel that you, the listeners, may gain some small idea of the seriousness of the situation. Remember, think before you drive. Anticipate an emergency before it happens. And the chances are that when it comes, you will be able to avoid it.
discharges from a buffalo or several of them, that's what I'd say. And in that case, maybe we're not going to be able to identify the best tools in the past. Matter of fact, maybe one of the trucks over the drawers that we looked at was the one. We were looking for one with a busted windshield. Yeah. And that puts a slightly different complexion on things. So what do you say we take a run back to the second cafe and see water? His friend Paul might be back. Anyway, I'm not so sure I believe everything you told us tonight. I'd like to talk to him some more. But as they approached the vicinity of the checker cafe, Cawthorn suddenly grabbed first farm. Points to an object down the street a little way. Larry, look. Up ahead of us there. Looks like a truck. Yeah, it is a truck. And it's painted red. It couldn't be that we found a pie truck. We'll have a long tide here. We'll look at it. Baker's pie. That's the baby, all right. Yeah. And Ted, take a look at that front fender. All crumpled up. Look, Larry. This truck's only been here a little while. Well, the motor's still warm. I'll bet a dollar to a rotten donut we'll find this Paul fellow at the Skechers Cafe. That or else. Yeah. I see what you mean. Come on, we're going back to the other. Well, Warder, how are you doing with the big situation, huh? Oh, it's you again. Yeah. Your friend Paul come back yet? Ah, uh, not a sign of it. We, uh... We found your truck, Walter. What? What is it? A couple of blocks from here? It's been on the wreck, Walter. Then that's the reason that guy never come back. Probably a priest to tell me he busted my truck up. Now, look, Walter, do you really expect us to believe all that? All what? All that stuff about Paul and he's taking your truck. As a matter of fact, you're just trying to cover yourself up. Isn't that right, Walter? No. There's plenty of time in the truck that's close to where you are. And yet you say you didn't have anything to do with it. No, it's here, fellas. Listen, I've been telling you the truth. There is a Paul. He just lives a little away from here. You know where? Exactly. Yeah, and I'll take you there. I'm not going to get mixed up in something I didn't have nothing to do with. If Paul busted into somebody, he can take the rap for it, not me. What do you think, Ted? Well, I think this fellow's giving us a run around here. He's the one who was driving that truck No, no, now listen, fellas, please. You can't lay rope me for a thing like this. I'm on the up and up, honest, I am. We're pretty tough tonight when we wanted to ask you some questions. I know. You see, it's kind of a bad habit of mine, maybe, but it doesn't have anything to do with this. I've been here all evening. This guy I'm telling you about took the crest of the bird for some beer. Well, maybe he did run over well, someone on the way. I, I don't know anything about that. But that's no reason I should get hauled up on it. Uh, come on, now, let me show you where he lives, please. Well, I guess there's no harm in that. As long as you don't try any funny ones, such as breaking away, that wouldn't be so good. Oh, I, I won't, honest. All right, Walter, in that case, we can go see your friend Paul. With Walter, sandwiched between them in the front seat of their car, Hurst and Cawthorn drive slowly in the direction given by him. Well, uh, there's Mr. Brown. Tell him somewhere here. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is the corner. Turn left here. He lives in a white house down the next block. Okay. And there's a better bit of good water. If it's not, we're through crying with you. It's straight, all right. I don't know whether he's home or not, but where he lives. I'm going to try to hold oh, this up the next block. I'll tell you. Hey, what's the matter? That's Paul walking along here. Are you sure this isn't a gag? No, I'm Pull up the car. Okay. Hey, you! Wait a minute! Huh? Your name's Paul? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Paul Friend. That's fine. We want to talk to you. But I uh, don't mind that. You just come along with us. Uh, in the car here. Who are you? Police officer. Come on, in the back there. You get in back to Walter and keep him company. Okay. I don't see what this is all about. Right, Paul. Right, Paul. We're going down to Georgia City Police Station. But come I on, Ted. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> 
ਸਾਰੇ ਨੂੰ ਹੱਕ ਦੇ ਹੋਏ ਬੇਟੇ ਹਾਂ ਕਈ ਤੇ ਕਈ ਤੇ ਨੂੰ ਹਾਂ ਇਹ ਨੂੰ ਜੋ ਹੋ ਬੱਚੀ ਜਦ ਜਲ ਸੰਦੇ ਅੱਜ ਮੈਂ ਦੇ ਉਹ ਬਣਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਦਿਲ ਤੇ ਖਲਮ ਰਤੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਦੇ ਯੋ ਉਹ ਹੋ ਗਿਆ ਇਹ ਯਾ ਕੋਲ ਇਹ ਉਹ ਸਹੀ ਹਾਂ ਤੇ ਆ ਬਾਦੇ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਬਈ ਕੋਈ ਜਾ ਸੰਦੇ ਕਿਉਂ ਹੋਣ ਨਾ ਜੇ ਜਰਾ ਫੋਨ ਕਰ ਦੇ ਨਾ ਉਹ ਫੋਨ ਹੀ ਨਾ ਉਹ ਤਾਂ ਬੰਦ ਬੜਾ ਹੱਦ ਤਾਂ ਫਾਨ incidental things that have no bearing on the case the two detectives take a leisurely drive to the police station going out of their way to make the trip seem longer completely ignoring their captives who sit huddled in the back seat silently watching the scenery go by <laughs> I don't know why you were trying to buy that car you really got stunned probably done better in a junkyard hey listen I don't have to keep jumping oil in it the way you're doing that hacking <laughs> another thing I get better mileage I'll jump on that Oh, yeah, 20 miles a gallon in traffic with Frank. And out of the traffic, the seats for 25. Oh, there we are. Oh. Good way to get out, Frank. You too, Walter. Follow me. All right, in here. Follow him. Yes, sir. Take care of this fellow, will you? Yes, sir. You're staying here, Walter. And you're coming with us, Frank. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see him. The, the woman must have been wearing dark clothes. 
You knew you hit two people? Well, I, I knew I'd hit the man, but I thought I'd missed the woman. I thought... You didn't see the woman that you thought you'd missed her? Well, Paul, I couldn't see him. You didn't wait until the woman was there because there are five witnesses before you leave. No, no. I heard it. I saw him go. I didn't mean to hurt him. I'm sorry, Paul, but the game's up. You hit those people and you deliberately left them there on the street. We can't call it murder, Paul, although that's what it amounts to. But we can call it manslaughter and it runs. For that, you're going to go where people who commit crimes belong, to the penitentiary. And after a short trial, on the morning of November 29, 1935, it's run killer Paul Fan, tense, white face, stands before Judge Dead, listens for the words that will ring in his ears forever. Paul Fan have been found guilty by this court of two counts of manslaughter. The world has been found guilty of hit and run, a brutal, cold-hearted crime. Therefore, for time, I sentence you to serve a term of from one to ten years on each of the manslaughter counts and from one to five on the hit and run charge. All to be served concurrently in Fulton Penitentiary. <laughs> Justice was done, and Paul France discovered the irrevocable fact that you cannot ignore the laws of society and not pay for it in the end. And remember, it isn't the original accident that creates a crime many times. It's the actions of an individual afterwards. The law reads, in case of an accident, stop and render assistance as humanly possible.
This is Cedric Lindsley saying good night for Rio Grande. Yeah.